Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Chris Canty in for Key and Jay. Morning, Chris. What up, though? What up, though? That's in my head because I'm watching BMF It doesn't nowadays. sound right when you say it, man. What it does dog? not sound I, right. I'm not from Detroit, man. I don't know how that goes. It don't got to be. No, I'm from, the, New York. I'm from the Bronx. Yeah, but that wasn't a New I'm York thing. I'm from Co-op City. Yeah, I know how to say what that, up, though. That wasn't a New York thing, though. It's not a you've New York traveled, thing. Though, you've traveled the yeah, country. I'm, I'm, yeah. well, I'm well traveled. Yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, know me. Well, they know me in the 313. It's like at the end of Juice when Tupac said, Partner, I was like, "Come on, man! You just blew it." Yeah, for you me. messed it all up. You blew. I had to suspend. Even though he is a New Yorker too, right? until he was like ten. Yeah, yeah, so or five, maybe. Yeah, whatever. It was. He claimed uh, Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, but he's born in New York. L.A., New York, Oakland, he's whatever. Born, he's yeah. Uptown, man. Yeah, yeah, he's uptown. By the way, where do you come down on uh, like someone like Michael Jordan, right? Who, you know, it's North Carolina, but he was in Brooklyn until he was ten. Yeah, so he's a New Yorker. New Yorker. He's a New Yorker. Because Kareem, Dr. J, those are New Yorker, New Yorkers. Mike yeah. Count? Do we get Mike? Yeah, we get Mike, too. Oh, then that's it, we man. New York How wins. could you not claim the greatest of all time? No, yeah, of course you want to claim him. Claim. I'm saying, yeah. do we have a right to claim him? Well, here's the problem. I prob- think we here's do. The, Ten here, years here, old, but yeah. Here, but here's the yeah. problem, though. High school ball in North Carolina. Yep. Went to college in North Carolina, True. won a chip. True. Owned an NBA franchise in North Carolina. Yeah, but if you live somewhere till you're 10... The memories of who you yeah, are. Yeah, it's like you had some formative years yes, in, that, a lot of them. in that place. So, right. Yeah. That's basically you now. I'd like to think that we can claim Michael Jordan. So if we got Mike and Dr. J and Kareem. Oh, it's game over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's Detroit, a wrap. though, got a lot. You know, yeah, they got a lot of ballers. Including Magic. O- on and off the court, they got a lot of ballers. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were watching BMF. A lot of ballers in Detroit. I'm such a fan there, of There's the, a reason why they wear the fur coats and gators I'm, in I'm Detroit. I'm such a fan of the town of, of Detroit as a city. Yeah. Like the most underrated city to me in the country where, yeah. where you think about even like when, when Fit was hitting the Shan – and, yeah. and the whole world was crumbling during the financial crisis, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, bail out Wall Street. Oh, you can't bail out Detroit. That's not a good idea. They were the first ones to pay it back. No doubt. In the meantime, they got, you know, not just, you know, you look at the sports scenes, but for a boxing fan, the Cronk Gym. Yeah. Joe Lewis, Sugar Ray Robinson were also out of Detroit. You had Motown. Motown. You know, that ends the conversation. And, absolutely. It ends the conversation. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Detroit, too, too. as long as the sun is up. <laughs> you know, I Detroit to, after dark, yeah, not, I, not I, I for your to, partner. I used to land in Detroit to do a fight or whatever, and uh-huh. Emmanuel Stewart, who that was hit Cronk Jim, that's Emmanuel Stewart, trained yeah. the greatest fighters who ever lived. Yeah. You know, some of them who came out of Detroit, and then also Lennox Lewis and Klitschko later in his career, used to pick me up from the airport and take me to like the best spot, you know, like I, soul food spot in Detroit that like you have to be there to know about yeah. it, right? Oh, come on. You know what it's like getting shepherded around Detroit by Emmanuel, by the godfather oh, uh, of the city? Oh, it's got to be amazing. Oh, miss that dude. It's like the backstage pass when you, when you, oh, when you my, do Yeah, it right, way. exactly. No backstage doubt. pass in Detroit. All right, anyway. Ravens GM. Let's talk about Baltimore now. Okay. Ravens GM, Eric DaCosta, says they would pick a quarterback in the first round, depending on who was there. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, if Hendon Hooker is there, I don't care what you think you need. I like that as a value pick. But listen to him being asked, and they eventually, PR, shut it down. They didn't want the, 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 the draft question to become about Lamar Jackson, even though how do you prepare for a draft if you don't know your quarterback situation. Have you talked to Lamar? Do you think he's going to play next season, Eric DaCosta? 
Yeah, so those are, you know, I understand the need to ask those kind of questions. Uh, I think just out of respect for the process, this is a draft luncheon, and we're going to try to keep as much of this discussion as we can to the draft. To the coming weeks, building the best football team we can build. So I understand those questions. I think we've spoken about this situation probably five different times this spring in various different press conferences and such. So we're going to try to just kind of defer to those questions and move forward to the draft. DeCosta might end up being a good general manager, but he's terrible at PR. He's terrible. That was the worst way you could answer that question by trying to deflect and saying, well, this is a draft press conference and we're not going to talk about any of the veteran players on our roster. You'd be Eric DaCosta. Have you talked to Lamar? Do you think he's going to play next season? Listen, the Lamar Lamar Jackson contract negotiations are ongoing. It's a fluid situation. We're trying to work with him, and Lamar's our quarterback. Pretty easy. How complicated is that? How complicated? But that's my point, though, and that's why Lamar – is well within his rights to feel a way about what the franchise has done. Not only did he do them a solid by going out there on his fifth-year option and playing without any financial guarantees beyond 2022, but now with the organization saying, we don't want to pay you what you're worth, the Deshaun Watson contract is an outlier, not a precedent, and you're an MVP that's 26 years old that's won a road playoff game, I can understand with all of the posturing that's been going on back and forth, why Lamar Jackson would say, I'm done with the Ravens and request a trade at the beginning of March. I get all of it. Here's what I will say. Before, I didn't think there was any middle ground between the two sides, but as you outlined, there might be a compromise where Lamar Jackson can get some of what he's looking for in terms of a fully guaranteed contract and the Ravens can mitigate the risk of injury Hold that with thought. the deal that they give him. Hold that thought because this is something you and I were, were – were, listen, Chris and I are trying to fix your problems, Eric. So we're going to reveal that in a second. Yeah, because I'm embarrassed about the Baltimore Ravens, How and I love they, that franchise. You're going to hear the question being asked of him yesterday. This is Eric DaCosta, Ravens GM, you know, Lamar Jackson. They put the non-exclusive tag on him. Is he going to be the quarterback? You're going to hear the question also. How do they view the quarterbacks in this year's draft? Listen to this. Hmm. Are you looking at quarterbacks differently because of the situation's going on? You know, I don't think we really are. I mean, we go into every draft trying to take any kind of bias out, any kind of need-based situation out of the draft equation. We really do try to build a board that's really best player available. So let me get this right. We're not going to talk about Lamar Jackson, but when asked the question about whether Lamar Jackson impacts what they do in the draft, well, yeah, I think it does change things a little bit. I mean, we, we try to go into the draft – with a best player available mentality. No, but that means it doesn't change anything, right? Yeah. Doesn't that mean know. it doesn't? It, hey, we would just take whoever's the best. So yeah, they yeah. didn't take Rashad. They took no, Rashad Bateman because the, they didn't the, need the, a receiver? The, the, op, the operative word is try, though. The operative word is try. And he said, yeah, it does in terms of oh, yeah, Lamar right. Jackson right, yep. in, in that situation that. impacting what they do at the top of the draft. So he's admitting that Lamar Jackson has some bearing on what they do in the draft. So why not answer the damn question that the reporter asked you before about whether or not you've had communication with Lamar Jackson? That's bass backwards if you're Eric DaCosta. And this would never happen with Ozzie Newsom. Now, Max, I know you're going to say you can't prove hypotheticals or counterfactuals. I get all of that. But there was a way that Ozzie Newsom ran no, I agree the Baltimore you. Ravens. And there is a way that Eric DaCosta is running the Baltimore Ravens. And it seems like there is a stark contrast, not only in how the franchise does business, but how the players that are in the building feel about the team. It's a problem, Max. Let's talk about what you and I discussed off mic during the commercial break. Can I say one more more thing? One more thing. 
if you're not going to pay Lamar Jackson what he's worth to your team, what message does that send to the rest of your locker room? What message are you sending? This is a guy that's homegrown. You drafted him, and you hit. Well, you didn't draft him. Ozzie Newsom, your predecessor, drafted him. His last first-round draft pick, pretty damn good at his job, Hall of Fame, GM, and tight end. I digress. But you hit on him. He's taking you to the playoffs for the five seasons. He's been the starter. Your team is a perennial contender. He's beaten Pat Mahomes. He's beaten Joe Burrow. He's beaten Josh Allen head-to-head. Those are the quarterbacks that you're going to have to go through. And you don't want to pay this dude it's almost like, who has significantly less baggage than Deshaun Watson did when he got his $200 million plus bag? I don't understand Number one, wait, Chris, you're bringing it. up And if I don't points. understand it, Max, the players in that building don't wait, understand wait, wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. You got like five points there, and we still got to get to this thing. Oh, my gosh. Number one, I think the fact that he doesn't have off-field problems and the fact that, that Deshaun did may be one of the reasons they're being treated differently, aside from any possible collusion. Sure. Because, wait, why is this guy available? Well, you know, those off the – oh, that makes sense. He's great on the field, but he had those off the field issues. And all we really care about is on the field. Let's give him the 230. Sure. When Lamar becomes available, they're like, why is he available? There's no off field issues. Oh, wait a minute. They know more about him than us, and they're not trying to pay him like that. That may actually work against Lamar. Okay. <clears throat> the, and you, you brought up, like, a – Bunch of stuff, but I want to get to the contract. Oh, yeah. We got to get to that. How do they resolve this? What's the middle ground here, Chris? Well, Max, you brought it up. I want to give you credit for it because you're the one that constructed the deal and you used Aaron Rodgers' contract extension with the Packers in order to do it. The three years, a buck fifty, pretty much all fully guaranteed for injury. Now, I think it was only a hundred guaranteed for skill. But if you're the Baltimore Ravens and you franchise tag Lamar Jackson three consecutive years, it ends up being $127, $128 million over two Put a cherry on years. top. Yeah, yeah. so if, if, top. if you want to make Lamar Jackson feel good about that, say, here, we're going to give you a $20 million kicker to make it, to make it palatable for you. We're going to give you a three-year deal for $150 million. So fully e- guaranteed fully, upon signing. Fully guaranteed for skill and injury. And we're not going to franchise tag you after the conclusion of that contract. If you're Lamar Jackson, who's 26 years old, that means you get another bite at the apple after the salary cap has gone up astronomically over the next three years, after these quarterbacks presumably sign long-term deals, bumping up average annual value, you can get another bite at the apple at 29 years old, the right side of 30, and that's going to be a significantly larger deal. Are you willing to bet on yourself in that way if you're Lamar? Or are you concerned about the injuries as much as the team is? Well, average annual, I think you'd be ahead of Deshaun Watson at that point, right? Yeah, 50 And you're going to get another bite at the apple before you're 30? Yeah. When, when the cap goes up? Yeah. If you're healthy, you're going to make more money that way. Yeah, you can't tag me. But that's the thing. We don't know how concerned Lamar is about the injuries because we talked about it. Like, he actually said it. You'd be higher than all these guys. Look, I, 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 don't let me yeah. interrupt, but on ESPNU, if you're watching right now, average annual value at the top, you see Russell Wilson, 49. Lamar would be at 50. He'd be ahead of Kyler Murray, 46.1. Deshaun, 46. The only Josh one Allen, he wouldn't 40. be ahead of is Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. That's the only one. Who had a weird... Like, it, was a, it was an extension, but yeah. it ended up being a three-year, $150 million extension. That's the only guy. And, and unlike Rodgers, they have your 
they have your uh, 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 franchise rights. So yeah. you would be negotiate. You'd have to see it as I'm giving up something in order to get that negotiate out of the next deal and also be ahead of everyone average value except for Aaron Rodgers. Well, no, that's not going to be the case because we know that Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts are going to eclipse fifty billion dollars a year. Which is why, Chris. Even that said, if I'm Lamar, you're Lamar. It probably doesn't get it done because what we're going to do is sit out until those deals get done and then they will make the market for us. But we got to talk about why those deals, if you're those teams, have to get done this offseason. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Chris Canty in for Key and J. We are on ESPN Radio and back right after this, KJM. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Can you pay the quarterback, Bill? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Canty in for Key and J. So, Max, this Lamar Jackson thing is so frustrating to me because I love the Baltimore Ravens. I really do. I love that franchise. Played the last three years of my career down there. And to think that they are putting all of this on Lamar Jackson and saying his style of play is a concern, his ability to be a downfield passer is not necessarily what you're looking for in comparison to some of the other upper echelon young quarterbacks in the AFC. It's just ridiculous, man. I'm just looking at Eric DaCosta's draft record, and he took over as the general manager in 2019. And since then, he's drafted five receivers in the top four rounds in that tenure. Two of them are first-round picks. One of them ain't even on the team, and the other one can't stay healthy. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's It's egregious what he's done in terms of the supporting cast that he's put around Lamar Jackson, and yet somehow you want to make the argument that Lamar is not worth what Lamar thinks he is. Look at ESPNU right now, TV. 
here are the best winning percentages as a starting quarterback in the Super Bowl era, right? So modern football since 1966. Mm-hmm. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback who ever lived, basically. I'm not talking about accomplished. I mean, like pure talent and skill. Mm-hmm. And he's played his whole career for Andy Reid in great situation. He's 64-16 and 16 and 800 winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Number two most winning quarterback of all time who played for Belichick his whole career, Tom Brady, 754 winning percentage, 251 and 82. The, the quarterback with the third best winning percentage of all time, Roger Staubach, who played for one of the great coaches <laughs> ever in exactly. Tom Landry. Exactly. <laughs> and at, at 746, 85 and 29. Now, it's a much smaller sample size. We're using a minimum of 50 starts to get Lamar on this list. However, it's not like it's a small sample size. 50 no. starts, just not as big as the other guys. 738. 45 and 16. This is the fourth. Lamar Jackson, through the first 50 starts of his career, has the fourth best winning percentage of all time for quarterbacks with at least 50 Mm. starts. And remember, last two years, his team has been completely off the field. Right, you, you looked at you looked at the lineup. You go, all right, they're not going to pour Lamar Jackson. I give Harbaugh some credit too. Competitive coach. They won that. Lamar Jackson had him in first place in a very competitive division until he got hurt. They wind up still. Look at their records the last two years. They win almost every game he plays. Max, the point you made yesterday, which which absolutely blew my mind, he's had a fourth-quarter lead in every, every single game. game he's played in last every year. Every game. Sick. Like, like, think about that. Think about the blown leads that that Baltimore Ravens defense had. Think Against about Miami. This. Rashad Bateman being out of the lineup. Devin Duvernay being out of the lineup. Who the hell is he throwing the ball to? Jane Prochet? That, that's what we banking on? Part Come it, on, man. Part of it may be that the way of a, a team views itself, like certain teams have certain traditions. You and I were talking off mic before about how, like, when I watch this Giants team, New York football Giants team, it reminds me of the Giants. Yeah. It, like, there's something about their identity that reminds oh, So the Ravens are willing to pay a middle linebacker who doesn't have a lot of sacks, but is a really good tackler, right? Like mm-hmm. a, a, a blocking and tackling type interior defender type guy. They, they are willing to pay him top of the market, mm-hmm. but they don't want to break the bank for the quarterback or the receiver. They want to find the receiver in the draft. They don't want to, you know, like it's the identity of the team, I think, also here. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but the counterpoint to that would be the Ravens paying Joe Flacco after he won the Super Bowl and – giving him $20.5 million. Who was never an elite was, quarterback. Which was the top of the market at that point. So if you're willing to pay Joe Flacco top of the market money, wouldn't you pay Lamar that same kind of money? He hadn't won a Super Bowl, but he has won a unanimous MVP. Ain't been but two of those in NFL history. Do you mean to tell me you think Joe Flacco's capable of winning a chip, but Lamar Jackson ain't? No. So there's that part of the conversation. But I think what's also interesting is that a couple of weeks ago, Ozzie Newsom, who was on the Bernie Kosar show, said that he didn't know whether the Deshaun Watson contract was the outlier or whether that's going to be the precedent for future contracts with quarterbacks. Here's why I think it will be the latter. Because when you look at teams like the Cincinnati Bengals, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Los Angeles Chargers, there's an incentive for those teams to pay their quarterbacks sooner rather than later based on what's going to happen with the salary cap moving forward with the influx of tech money because of Amazon and YouTube getting media rights deals, the cap is going to go up astronomically. 
which means the average annual value that you're going to have to dole out in these contracts to your quarterbacks is going to go up astronomically. We're not far away from quarterbacks making $60 million a year, Max. We're not. Well, so Rodgers is basically there now. Yeah, so if, you're, if that's going to be the situation, if you're those teams, you want to get ahead of it by paying your quarterback sooner rather than later. If that's the case, what's the, what's the cherry, what's the incentive that you in turn give the quarterback to sign a deal now as opposed to those guys waiting to sign in 2024 or 2025? Because what we're really talking about in a hard cap league, it doesn't, guys, forget about, everyone listen, forget about what the actual dollars are. It's irrelevant. The relevant point is what percentage of the cap does it take over yes right because then how much percentage do you have left to pay all the other positions exactly and there's a certain percent at which they crunch the numbers and go if you pay more than this percentage of your cap for any one player even the quarterback it's too hard to fill out the roster but there are some quarterbacks people talk about the rookie window you got to win on the rookie window there are some quarterbacks who you can pay and win even if they're not on their rookie window. yes you and i went through this exercise the other day the rookie window thing is a myth for the elite quarterbacks. Not that it doesn't make it harder when they're off their rookie contract. Of course it does. But they can still do it. Patrick Mahomes can do it. Tom Brady can do it. Matthew Stafford did it. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, can do it. I believe that Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. There are some guys at the t- You can put any population on a bell curve. Some outliers who are incredible, some outliers who stink. Most people fall in the middle. Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, these guys are somewhere in the middle, even if they're toward the better. But they're still in that big, bulky area where you can find other players like them. Lamar Jackson is on an extreme end of the bell curve. You can give him a percentage of your salary cap that's very high and still win a Super Bowl, I believe. And Chris, to your point, the sooner you pay him, the lower the percentage of the cap is going to be used by him because the cap is going way up. You're get, forget the actual dollars, you're getting value. It's actually a smart exercise in team building, if you think about it. This is the way that you should go about it. And if you're those other teams, learn the lesson that the Baltimore Ravens are dealing with now. Pay your quarterback sooner rather than later so you're not dealing with the precedent of a bigger contract. If the Baltimore Ravens would have paid Lamar Jackson when he was first eligible after the 2020 season, you know, after he won an MVP, you know, after he won a road playoff game, they wouldn't have to contend with the Deshaun Watson contract as a precedent. That is the misstep in all of this that nobody talks about from Eric DaCosta. If he had done it then, as opposed to waiting, he wouldn't be in the situation now. And, oh, by the way, everybody wants to talk about injury. Lamar Jackson didn't miss no damn games in his first three years. He didn't miss any games. He didn't miss any games. And his team was in the playoffs every single year. Correct me if I'm wrong, Max. His team had the number one seed in the AFC in his— I want to say he missed one game in his second year, in his MVP year. I think he missed one game. Because he didn't play. They were 14-2. and Oh, that's right. That's right. They were 14-2, and and he was 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 in the MVP. The following year before that, they sat him. Yeah. No, he— So, you know, he was— He didn't miss any games. That's right. right. So, injury wasn't a concern. Think about this for the AFC, too. Think about what you're competing with in the AFC. Do you understand— if Russell Wilson bounces back, because now they got yeah. they got coach right. Mm-hmm. If he b- bounces back, he's the eighth or ninth best quarterback in the conference. Only sixteen so, teams. So in let's the conference. so let's think about this, Max. You got to you got to have a quarterback. You, gotta in the de- AFC. you got to you got to deal with the AFC East quarterbacks, right? Josh Allen. You got to deal with Aaron Rodgers once the trade goes through, and Tua when he's healthy has proven that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. AFC North. You got 
Joe Burrow with the Bengals, and you got Deshaun Watson with the Browns. You look at AFC South, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags are coming. They're coming. You look at Kansas City, Pat Mahomes. The Chargers, Justin Herbert. Denver, Russell. Like, think about that. It's nine you got, deep. you got to deal with those quarterbacks. If you're Baltimore, what chance do you have without Lamar Jackson? But and check that, this out. But, but here's my point, Max. My point was it doesn't matter what the market is saying Lamar Jackson is or isn't worth. What is Lamar Jackson worth to you? Because without him, you are a bottom-feeding team in this conference. In every sport, you can look at certain players and say, you know, there's a short list of, of, of players who by themselves have a greater sway over the outcome of a game, any one game, than anyone else. Lamar Jackson, in the history of any team sport, is like a goalie who goes nuts in the play, like who stands on his head in the playoffs, has an enormous sway over the outcome of that game, right? Mm-hmm. In hockey. Um, Michael Jordan in his prime, right? Or LeBron James in his prime. These guys have an enormous sway over the outcome of a game. Lamar Jackson is on a very short list and might even be the answer to the, the, the player in NFL history who has the most influence by himself over the outcome of any given game. It's insane. He can't find a buyer. No one wants to kick the tires. Kick the tires. Mark Cuban says the Mavericks lost Jalen Brunson when, quote, the parents got involved. Is Mark Cuban making an excuse for fumbling the bag? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mark Cuban claims the Mavericks didn't get a shot at re-signing Jalen Brunson. Wound up <laughs> signing a deal for like half the Max contract. Listen, I love Mark Cuban. He needs to stop lying to tell the truth. Shame the devil to tell the truth, Mark Cuban. You had every opportunity to sign Jalen Brunson before he walked in free agency. There's so what- no way around the fact that you messed up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Chris Canty in for Key and Jay today. Mark Cuban, Chris, says the Mavericks did not have a shot at re-signing Jalen Brunson. <laughs> He's adamant about it. He said, he listen, he disputed that Brunson, what's been reported is 
that, oh, they could have had Brunson for the four-year $56 million extension as late as early January last year. Yeah. Said Jalen's father, Rick and Jalen, have you know, both said that that's not the case. Yeah. And Woj said as much, too. They insist they he, Mark Cuban insists that the Mavs weren't given an opportunity to negotiate before Brunson signed a four-year, $104 million deal with the New York Knicks and free agency. But again, this is dispute. So Mark Cuban is giving one version. I couldn't negotiate them with them. And Jalen Brunson and his father saying, no, that, that wasn't the case. Where it went south was when Rick took over. That's Jalen's father. When the parent took over or parents took over, Cuban said, we thought we could turn him around. We wanted to re-sign him, and we wanted to keep the season going together. We thought, because JB kept telling us, Jalen Brunson kept telling us, he liked being here. Jalen never gave us an indication. It was only after the parents that were the issue. It was only the parents that were the issue. Even the agent said, worst case, we can do a sign and trade. Chris, there's a lot of things that I, I read here. Even if a guy wants to be somewhere else. Yeah. Even if you don't have the cap space, you can make cap space to keep them. Mm-hmm. Like, can't Mark Cuban just come out and admit, look, hindsight 2020, I didn't know how good Jalen Brunson was, to be honest. You know, he continued to develop. And I could see his influence now with his absence in the locker room and what he's doing in New York. Yep. And I had to wind up trading Dorian Finney-Smith and Markeith Morris and Spencer Dinwiddie to get Kyrie Irving, who I'm now going to try and pay $272 million to, to replace Brunson. So, of course, overall, I'm coming out less than. It's my mistake. right? I don't see how he gets around that logic. Damn, that's a $168 million mistake. Think about it. Four years, 104 is what Jalen Brunson signed with with the Knicks. And they would have to offer Kyrie five years, $272 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that would you rather that, have? That, that, that ain't going to fly on Shark Tank now. Look, if that's the business model, we're going to get less wins and pay $168 million more? I'll pass. I'm not investing. Cuban that's where I'm at with the Dallas Mavericks right now. I am not buying stock in this team. And there's a couple of different reasons. First of all, I don't have confidence in the front office and the owner that they're going to put the requisite pieces around their star, Luka Doncic, in order to allow him to consistently contend in the West. That's number one. Number two, there's some immaturity issues with your star player. And I get it. He's only 24 years old. Even though he's played pro basketball for a long time, even going back to his days in Europe, he's still got a lot of growth that needs to happen in terms of the leadership intangibles. So there's that aspect of it. I don't trust their head coach and Jason Kidd either. Like, think about it. There's a reason why teams move on from Jason Kidd and they get better, whether it's the Brooklyn Nets, whether it ends up being the Milwaukee Bucks. Those teams seemingly get better when they move on from Jason Kidd. Kind of like the same thing with Kyrie Irving. They got a lot of those guys on this one team. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you. So, I mean, when you look at this entire situation, it it feels like we're getting closer and closer to their star and Luka Doncic not necessarily looking at this franchise as if they can put him in position to compete at the highest level of the sport. And that's a dangerous place to be if you're Mark Cuban. But a part of fixing the problem is admitting that you have a problem. Don't pawn this off on Rick and Jalen Brunson. This is a situation where the player treated the team as a priority and the team treated the player as an option. Now, Max, you and I both been in a lot of relationships. It don't work out when one person treats the other like a priority and the other treats them like an option. It just doesn't. And that's why you saw this split between Jalen Brunson and the pa- and the Mavs, the problem for the Mavs is they underestimated the value of what Jalen Brunson brought to the table. 
if Luka Doncic wound up on the Lakers or on the Knicks, would the day he walked in the door be the day he became the face of the NBA indisputably? Hmm. Hard, it's hard to say no. It's hard to say no. If you parachute him into a top-two market Let's in the league. Let's talk about the Knicks because Brunson is there, right? Yeah. And that's the team that seems to be, for the first time in my life, certainly since, since the son took over, Jim Dolan, born on third base, thought he hit a triple. <laughs> he actually, he was born on home plate. He was born at home plate, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you know what, though, Max? They have a ton of assets. They have a ton of assets. Is that something that makes sense? Could that happen? Would he be the biggest thing in, in basketball if he went to Madison Square Garden? Oh, he'd be huge. And especially he'd with be see, huge. with Brunson already there, they've already demonstrated Brunson as uh, with Luka. Those two work. That they can, the, those two can get you to a conference it finals. Works. It works. It makes a lot of sense, Max, but we only get to that point when Luka says, I want out. When he hits that red button, the nuclear option, when it's break glass in case of emergency – that's when Mark Cuban will realize the error of his ways, and that's letting Jalen Brunson walk out of the door for nothing. I don't understand what the problem is, just coming out and admitting we made a mistake. The only reason he's being so vocal now is because when Luka was asked whether or not he missed Jalen Brunson, Luka said, uh, yeah. I think Mark that's Cuban's the only pro- reason why Cuban is doing that Mark now. Mark Cuban's problem is very straightforward in my view. And I think if he's honest, I think Mark Cuban would like, you know, it's hard. Listen, it's hard for anyone to look at their actual flaws, right? Yeah. Uh, no different for him. But I've talked to Mark Cuban through the years many times on different shows and stuff. And, and um, I think if he's honest, he's been penny wise and pound foolish in the moment of truth. He's looked to just save a penny here or there. And, and given the nature of maybe it's the town, Dallas, it's such a football town that basketball players feel overshadowed there maybe, yep. but it's warm weather, no state income tax place. Ooh. And they have, they, he does have, he's won a championship. Many owners have not, so that's mm-hmm. kudos to him. But given the, the nucleuses he could have had with Dirk and Nash and let Nash go, with Luka and Brunson now and let Brunson go, and both cases, kind of undersized point guards who we felt maybe weren't worth the money and lost them for nothing. Yeah. I think if he's honest, he has to admit he just screwed that up. And Dallas, the Mavericks are not the kind of team that, can't, that can afford to screw that stuff up. Yeah, well, well let's be honest. Let's, let's look at this from this perspective. We know they're not going anywhere. They might get into the play-in, they might not. But even if they get in, it's not going to be a deep playoff run. So the question becomes, should the Mavs try to re-sign Kyrie Irving in an effort to keep right. Luka Doncic? Is that, is that enough? To keep Luka Doncic. Do you think that will keep Luka Doncic? That's the question. Should the Mavs pay five years, $272 million to keep Kyrie Irving in an effort to make sure Luka is happy? Would you? Do you think that's the winning combination? You're going to win a title that way? I'll give you my answer on the other side of the break. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Chris Canty in for Key and Jay, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. I thought we would be up there, but we obviously aren't. I don't have a single negative syllable to utter about Kyrie Irving. He is not the problem in Dallas. Total disaster, and if they don't make the play-in, the offseason looms as a major, major question mark. Luka is the one that has a huge question mark hovering over him. Luka gets 41. They lose a game. Luka's not only depressed after the game, he looks depressed during the game. Mark Cuban says a top priority for the Mavericks this summer is to re-sign Kyrie Irving. KJM ESPN Radio, Chris Canty in for Key and Jay. Here's the quote. I'd love to have him stay for sure. <clears throat> I'd love to have him stay for sure, Cuban said. I'd mm-hmm. love to have him. I want him to stay for sure, and I think we have a good shot. Uh, by the way, in the future, guys, the, it's a redundant quote. We can start. We can just pick this up with uh, <laughs> I, I think he's happy here. He tells me he's happy here, and I... Get along great with him. I think he's a good guy. All I can tell you is everything I thought I knew about Kyrie because of everything I read was 100% wrong. The Mavs can offer Kyrie as much as, because they have his bird rights, they can offer him more than anyone else, $272 million over five years. It's funny because I thought Kyrie was evolving into something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he wants to evolve into a $272 million basketball player. <laughs> It's a whole lot of money. If you're dog. the Mavs, do you give Kyrie two seventy two basically to keep Luca where he is? Uh, I don't know. And does that even keep Luca where he is? Nah, man, I can't do it, Max. I, I, I can't do it. I mean, what has Kyrie played? Twenty games with the Dallas Mavericks. Twenty games, and you're talking about seven wins. I, I can't, Max. I can't give him that. I can't give him that. Like the the impact on the team's success is not there. I know it's not the same, but by the way, KD got traded for a similar package. To Kyrie. And by the way, Mikhail Bridges is the best player in either one of those deals, not named Kyrie or Sure, or, sure. But look, and Kevin but, but Durant, they haven't lost a game. Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant is 7 and 0 with the Suns. They haven't lost a game. That's yeah. there, There's the difference. Now, Kevin Durant hasn't been on the court for a lot of games. But he's 7 and 0 when he's played. Sure. And it's hard to ignore what Kyrie Irving is capable of. All you got to do is look at what happened in the fourth quarter of last night's game against the Kings, where he drops 19, and you're like, man. That's a damn good player. But the question is, what becomes the ceiling of a team that's led by Luka and Kyrie? And right now, this is a team that's fighting to get in the play-in. Not the playoffs, the play-in. They were in the four, spot when, uh, four seed when yeah, they got Yeah, and I'm hard-pressed to think that they're going to win two consecutive games and get into a real playoff series. So, to me, what Mark Cuban is doing is throwing good money after bad. This is a losing proposition. And I understand the motivation because – you're trying to appease Luka Doncic and make him feel like you're going to surround him with the pieces that he needs in order to win a championship. I just don't think Kyrie Irving is that piece, but unfortunately for the Mavs, they've already given up so many assets to get Kyrie that they're already committed to going you know, down this path. You know who you need to pair Luka with is a real, like an all-star player who's good in the locker room and whose contract is coming in in the 20s a year, you know? Yeah. A guy like uh, a Jalen Brunson type. You know what? I think that would work. That might work. I think that work. would work. I that, think that as would a work. nucleus, that could get, you know, you still need more, but yeah. that might work. It might. It might just. 272 for Kyrie Irving. Can't do it. I agree with you. I, if I'm the Mavs, I'm not doing that because 
what I've seen so far tells me it's no good. But even beyond that, Max, think about Kyrie Irving and what we saw for the four years in Brooklyn. Yeah. Once you give him that contract, is he going to be on his best behavior no. like we're seeing now, or is he going to be more the version we saw in Boston and in Brooklyn? And here's the thing. Let's you got to take... worry about that aspect, too. Let's put aside the fact, this is a fact, that every team he's been on except for the, Le- the LeBron Cavs. Yeah have functioned, and we have large sample sizes from all these stops of the team with him and without him because he's been hurt and this and that. The team's records have been better without him than with him. It's insane. Mm. It's insane, including in the playoffs. They're no different. Like They're certainly not better with him. That shouldn't be, given how great Kyrie is as a player, how excellent he is. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, if it was just that, you might be all right because you have eyes. You can see how excellent he is. Mm -hmm. But he's almost like, a, a rebel without a call, looking for a cause. He's looking. He's looking. For he's one, looking. Yeah. At, in certain respects, it's admirable. He's looking for something bigger than himself and bigger than basketball. I want to make the world a better place as I see it. Yep. And he's. But 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 he. It feels like he's seeking it out. And so so you might have something like with the vaccinations. He wants to 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 die on that hill. And or, he's the or, most or, mercurial player in the NBA. Or, or he has personal problems, or yeah. he's hurt. So the problem is, if it was just the first thing I said, he might be all right. But he has demonstrated a lack of um, uh, availability. You can't rely on him, right? Like, he's not reli- – that's what the teams are looking at. 272, for a guy, for whatever reason, can you rely on him – to be there. No, man, he might decide he wants to do something else. That's the, can you give him the keys? People feel like, no, I can't give him the keys. No, and you know that he's on his best behavior these last couple months because this is his last big bite at the apple with this max contract. I, I think that, that said, do you want a discounted Kyrie Irving on your team? Well, probably not, but here's the deal, no? man. Here's if you're the, the Lakers, you want Kyrie? I would consider it. Consider, consider it. If you put Kyrie on the Lakers, they would, would lay waste to everybody. I, I would consider, but listen, I think this Lakers team is good enough. Had they been together all season long, you're talking about them for sure being in the playoffs. You put rather Kyrie than with LeBron in. and AD. It's not even fair. But, but here's my but here's my point, Max, and here's what I'm saying. If you're the Dallas Mavericks, do you think that that's going to be enough to keep Luka Doncic? If you're Luka Doncic, no. is them committing to Kyrie in this way? No, I'm already done. With, you, I'm already that, done is, with the Mavs. Is, is, is that going to convince Chris, you let's to forget, stay in Dallas? Let's talk about what we want to talk about. I'm done with the Mavs already. It's finished. You're, you're done. If you're Luka, you're done. I'm done. No, no. I'm just. I'm. Done. We're done with talking. The Mavs ain't going anywhere. Well, the Mavs ain't telling the truth. That's the problem. Mark you. And if they, lying. if they give Luke, if they give Kyrie two seventy two, they're not going anywhere because this doesn't work. And if I they don't give don't him, they're not going anywhere because they don't have Brunson. Cuban is always lying. Why he always. Let's I don't talk it. about the Lakers. Yes. If, Ky- if they ain't going to keep Kyrie, and I don't think they will, and you're Kyrie Irving, and you look over to Los Angeles and you see what's going on with the Lakers, do you just think of stylistically what it would mean? It's the perfect complement to LeBron and AD. Yeah, but it just depends on whether or not you'd be able to get Kyrie at, on your terms, which is not a long-term deal and not at max money. If, you, man, can do th- if you can do that – then that's, that's my a man, different conversation. If, hey, you got LeBron and AD, you give Kyrie what he wants. No, no, no. I'm not giving oh. I, I don't. But here's the thing, Max. Based on what I've seen since the trade deadline and them being one of the best defensive teams in all of basketball, I don't need to give that to Kyrie. I don't need that. Only if you want to win the championship. No, I don't. I, I still you think deploy you can get it done without Ky- it. You, the third option on the Lakers is Kyrie Irving. Oh, my God. Here you go. Here you go. <sighs> I'll sign up for that one. I, I'm not giving him 272, but to well, the I'm Lakers, gl- I'm, I'm glad you're not Rob Belinka, even though you kind of favor him a little. Keyshawn, <laughs> Jay Will, and Max, Chris Canty. Perfect.
Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.